our long national nightmare is over. Wow! I feel good. I knew that I wouldn't. I feel good. I knew that I wouldn't. Sugar and spice I feel nice Sugar and spice Well, good afternoon. Welcome to the Mel and Floyd Summer Replacement Show. I'm Mel. Floyd is on assignment, but with us, as always, the man who knows everything, Mr. Smart and Pants. You're darn tootin' I do. Did you get, get a, an action figure or something over there? You or? know what I, uh, I what I got uh, from one of the minions here, a very kind man, came in and said, would you like to have this and maybe we could it's a, use it? a Trump troll? It's a Trump troll, <laughs> Yes. And it uh, the hair looks better than his normal <laughs> yeah, hair. <laughs> it's gonna he say, start wearing that is it the like one that. unrealistic. So it's a little doll, and it's behind a, a little uh, podium, and it's got the White House behind it, and it says "Collectible President Trump Troll Hair to the Chief," and it's got the <laughs> the classic troll hair. But as right. you rightly observe, Mel, I I would imagine that uh, the former president would probably. Kill. I, I maybe only in the first day in office, but it would probably kill to get hair <laughs> like this. First day in <laughs> <office>. <laughs> a legend is spread all over the land through Forest Valley and Knoll yeah. of a golden haired mythical figure known as President Trump, the troll. His ideas, he said, are tremendous and huge, and then went on to explain that by voting for him, he'd surely win and make America great again. Yeah. So this is a it says this is not intended for children, and I would add, not Thank intended God. for adults yeah. either. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so it's a we, this is this would be perfect for the uh, for the next uh, the next pledge drive. I think. There you go. And speaking of which. We have some people to generically thank. I'm not going to get into names, but... Who? People that pledged oh, last yeah. week to the oh. birthday bash. Oh, yes. my gosh. We had a very successful yeah. birthday bash. A, uh, just a two-day thing. We do it every December. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, we kicked butt, and you kicked butt. So, yeah. You know, thank you. Thank yeah. you, everybody who pledged. And, exactly. Uh, and uh, our coordinator of these events, She Who Must Be Obeyed, she's... She's got the money all piled in a room, and she's rolling around <laughs> and giggling. So thank you. No, for that. we got an email from her today talking about how filthy, <laughs> filthy money. money is. But she loves filthy, well, filthy yeah, money. That's true. She didn't say she, she didn't was say she didn't like it. it. <laughs> Said it was filthy. But uh, but that money is going to go to uh, some really good stuff that we need to do here at the station, and of course. To keep the the place going, it pays salaries, everything. Basically, I mean, we get money from other sources, yeah. but the primary source of money is you, the listener, right. the community yeah. that we serve. Well, we're both going to get matching uh, dental grills for <laughs> <laughs> solid gold that say Melon Floyd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, mine says pants. Don't oh, you remember? Says pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's very confusing. <laughs> you know, my mouth and it says pants. It's like what? <laughs> 
<laughs> that would be confusing. Got three mindless minion cards filled out today too. Oh, There's some uh, those of you who were like, we're a little bit a little bit quicker than the last pledge drive. <laughs> <laughs> we only had to wait a week for this one, so uh, so we got seven some, years. My God, seven, <laughs> seven years and yeah. seven years and seven years. Yeah, people were yeah. sitting by the by the mailbox. Waiting like a like a dog waiting for its master to come home, you know. <laughs> but uh, but we got these ones out a little quickly, so there are going to be some uh, mindless minion cards. Those of you who requested them will be winging your way very shortly. And those are valuable too. I just want to let you know that uh, the, for those of you who follow such things, uh, lawmakers in Russia in the Russian Federation just yesterday set. The date for the country's next presidential election. Oh, that's right, cool. March seventeenth. They're going to twenty twenty four. That's pretty. And, that's pretty uh, fast. That's yep. And it's to will another... that give everybody time to campaign? <laughs> Have their debates? Yeah. And, uh... Well, I think you know who is probably going to do pretty well. <laughs> I would guess. Uh, so uh, it's the first presidential election, uh, of course, since uh, the the president of the Russian Federation, Mr. Vladimir Putin ordered a full-scale invasion of Ukraine, and it's going to be the first election since the passage of a certain constitutional amendment back in 2020 that allows uh, allows the president of the Russian Federation to basically run for as many terms of office as he can. He was, had, it was term limited, right? Yeah, there was, it was term limited. Didn't, it was two. Didn't he, like, run a stooge at one point? I mean, he was, Yeah, he did. Medvedev, yeah. yeah. So yeah. He, he ran. He was a president for two two terms. Yeah. And then he ran uh, his stooge. Yeah, stoogie. Stoogievich. <laughs> stoogie Stoogievich. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and he was the, the premier. And uh, so he's the power be- behind the throne and under the throne and around the <laughs> throne. And uh, and then at the end of that term, he ran again for another two terms. Yeah. And, and now he just got rid of it. So uh, although they, it says that in Russia, there's still some debate about whether this was legal. But, of course, <laughs> nobody talks about it too openly <laughs> because they might fall out of a window. So, you know, <laughs> if you're a jurist in the in Russia, you stay away from windows. Yeah. So the vote on Thursday was in the upper chamber of the Russian parliament, which is called the Federation Council. And so it marks the formal start of the election campaign. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So uh, speaking before the vote, the uh, council speakers, Valentina Matvienko, gave a strong indication of who she thought would win. Yeah. Yeah. What's the smart money on? Ms. (laughs) Matvienko said uh, our... Our people will constantly make the only right choice by casting their votes for Russia, yeah. victory, and a future in a strong and sovereign country. Oh, so Nikki Haley. Huh? Yeah, Nikki Haley, exactly. <laughs> it does sound like kind of her, one, of her, one of her little campaign speeches, sure, doesn't sure. it? Yeah. <laughs> they should have a, a, a Russian debate where they have Putin and then like a bunch of other candidates yeah. at podiums, and then... Yeah. As, uh, but it'd be kind of like an Agatha Christie thing. Where yeah. Like, like they would be dropping off, you know, they're, they're <laughs> drinking their water and they peel <laughs> over, <laughs> trap door open. Who did it? Oh, I don't know. The one who won. <laughs> <laughs> big big uh, pit in a pendulum type thing yeah. comes down yeah. and then yeah. de- 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 beheads one of them. Excellent. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, yes. doing the dictator roundup, lawyers for... Former President Donald Jessica Trump uh, asked a federal judge on Wednesday of this week to put the proceedings on hold uh, in, in, in the cases charging him with trying to overturn the 2020 election. And uh, they, they, want to, they want an appeal 
uh, appeal of a recent ruling that uh, he's immune from prosecution. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the the ruling of the judge that uh, said, uh, the, uh, Judge Tanya Chutkin said, uh, no, he's not immune from prosecution. But of course, it's just a delaying tactic. Sure. Um, their whole strategy, apparently, at this point, and uh, this is kind of like an open secret, like a lot of things with Trump. He, he says the awful part out loud and people think he's kidding. Um, but uh, they're really hoping that he'll get elected president and then the whole thing will be put on hold. That's right. his, sure. If he can just drag every, all this stuff out sure. long enough and go through the court system, which is a, a, a go-to for him anyway, then in the end he won't have to pay those contractors. I mean, he won't have to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> so another surprise move from the crack Trump team. <laughs> We're just going to... We'd like to have this go to the Supreme Court round about mm, November 6th. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. yeah, that's that's the, the typical strategy. But but uh, in and actually in all these cases, I, mean, I have trouble keeping track of how, you know, how many are going on. But, yeah. uh, but but it seems like all the judges are they're, they're not dummies. I mean, they they know what they're trying to do. What wasn't the, he paying off Trump porn did. stars with secret documents or something? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Down in Georgia. In, 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 in Big Macs. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, the, the judges are all like, no, no, yeah. no. I mean, they, they don't let it drag on. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know. They have the legal right to ask for things like a yeah. directed verdict or, you know, some of the, the crazy stuff they've been asking sure. for. And, yeah. and they have that right and they they take advantage of that and they do it. But the judge just says no. Well, know, it's like a Trump speech. It's ridiculous. so clogged with crap that you can't even. I mean, if you had to correct every single falsehood yeah. that came out of his mouth at one of his rallies, that would be comparable to the blizzard of <laughs> suits and <laughs> appeals and things. I mean, that's just the way he does it. He just yeah. overwhelms you with crap. Right. That's right. his that's his go to for everything. Yeah. I mean, he can say things like I, I will be a dictator on day one yeah. and nobody really reacted to it. I mean, you know, there were the usual the talking heads. The, yeah. Like but, us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> but uh, it's like, no, that that should be disqualifying. I mean, it's a it, joke. Didn't you it, know that? Oh, it was a joke. That's what Bannon said. Yeah. Oh. It's like he was just tweaking Sean Hannity. Oh, who, believe me, needs tweaked yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or is tweaked. I'm not sure which it is. <laughs> I forgot about Sean Hannity. <laughs> yeah, everyone tries to <laughs> stand in line. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, some of these things. I mean, they should not be controversial. That uh, no. yeah, that you know, I mean, and people in his party should stand up and say, no, that's not that's not acceptable. Yeah. But uh, but they don't, which is really scary. I mean, because as as far as the future of any kind of real democracy in this country i mean you've got yeah. you know essentially one of the two major parties that's okay with with uh, attacking the capital or, sure. or overthrowing you know legitimate elections and uh, not letting people vote if they don't vote the right way yeah. i mean it, it's just ridiculous well his strategy has been for for years to lard everything with so much bizarre crap that people think, oh, that's just another one of his random mouth noises, you know. I mean, and that's how he protects himself. Right. I mean, basically. I was thinking about this the other day. It, it was 2016 when he was running against Hillary. It was a couple weeks before the election, and yes. it looked like he was going to lose. Yeah. And so he was just kind of accepting that he was going to lose because I think he kind of thought, thought he would thought sure. the whole the whole time he was going to lose. Yeah. He was. I think he was surprised he got as far. You realize how did. stupid our system was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But what, then, I can lose by that many millions and I still win? <laughs> but, but then he was giving some speech about, um, you know, if Hillary gets elected, she'll start appointing all of these leftist activists 
commie socialists. Yeah. Did we know. have woke yet? Was that well, a thing? No, there yet? was no woke. There was you know, that, no know, woke yet. Vegan okay. judges and stuff. Vegan judges. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the worst. And, and, and he said, and there's nothing you can do about it short of a Second Amendment solution. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. 2016. Yeah. That should have that should have ended everything right there. Yeah. You know, I mean. Or you could try hanging them. That in the, <laughs> that in the time he... he um, Mocked the, the the guy with the the reporter with the physical disability yeah, and and yeah. like that yeah. no that should have been the end of it yeah. right, right there, there are like, a million if you're a decent human being I don't care what your politics are I don't care if you're you know if if you're you know um, William F Buckley you know look at that crap and say no that's wrong mm-hmm. we don't we don't stand for that crap yeah. so, but I mean. Second Amendment solutions. I mean, yeah. that was that was seven You're not thinking years the ago. right way, Mel. You seven gotta, years ago, you got to pick your side, yeah. you know, and then oh. you pick your side and you stay on it's, your side. It's like and you football. Never, yeah, you never, yeah. you never vary. You just stay with your side. Bears suck. I don't care how many yeah. times they lose. I don't care how <laughs> awful it's, they are. Well, the refs were against us. <laughs> yeah, you always come up with your. That's, they what, it, that's what it is. They should have called that last penalty. Yeah. You know, it's like the like the, the election officials All were tribalism. against us. Hey, Vice President uh, Roadblock was in the news today. I don't know if you heard about <laughs> Who's that. that? Uh, Vice President of the United States, Kamala Harris, she cast her 32nd vote that broke a tie oh, really? in the United States oh, Senate. Which means, and this is kind of historically, <laughs> kind of historically icky, um, the last person to have t- uh, to have done this, to have broken so many ties. I'm going back to Civil War times. We're going back to John C. Calhoun. <laughs> yeah, who was vice president, of course, as we all recall, under Andrew Jackson, another another real winner. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he was the vice president from uh, 1825 to 1832. And he and his uh, he total had a total of 31. Uh, so the current vice president, Kamala Harris, she broke the broke a tie 32 times. So. Oh, because of course we have a, a a Senate that is divided fifty fifty, sure. where one group represents like eight people, <laughs> and the other <laughs> other group represents like two hundred thirty million or some kind of crap like that. <laughs> so, so welcome to democracy, people. <laughs> We're just protecting you from the yeah the the what is it the radical mob the ra- yes <laughs> right yes I know that's because I need protected from that yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this was part of a longer article, but uh, but uh, there was an article in uh, oh where was I clipped it off here I think it was the Atlantic about the might have been the Guardian um, about the the GOP now um, taking aim at college students and and their ability to vote. And uh, they started out, of course, mentioning Wisconsin. Yeah. We're, we're always the, the, the leader in these types of <laughs> the things. Leader, the reader, leader in slime, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they, they'd mentioned that the Wisconsin GOP convention molded a resolution demanding college students to vote absentee in their hometowns. And uh, one supporter of the resolution declared that students had hijacked his city. Mm. Um. The resolution didn't didn't advance, but you know they always float these things up yeah. on a trial basis, and then they, they come back when people aren't paying attention. But uh, but that's that's going going on around across the country. A lot of it's like everything. I mean, there's nothing comes out. You know, they talk about the the laboratories of democracy, the states. It's, it's, it's like oh, <laughs> yeah, Doctor Frankenstein, yeah. <laughs> kind with the like the big switches. Yes, exactly. But that's from coal. That's not a. That's not solar. <laughs> oh no, electric. heavens no. <laughs> Of course, Frankenstein used electric 
electricity from the it's sky. It's the only way to generate it back but, in those days. Yeah, but yeah. So, so he was he was, you know, he was green ahead of his time. He certainly so was, was the monster. Well, <laughs> yeah, so was the monster. <laughs> Very good. But, <laughs> but no, I mean, but these things there's always like some blueprint somewhere that, yeah. that somebody yeah, yeah. Had, you know. Well, that you can't expect these Republican legislators to come up with this stuff on their own. There's bound to be some think tanks. Remember that one Some quote-unquote think tanks. that one time some, some guy up the street uh, introduced a bill and they forgot to clip the header off? It's like, like Americans <laughs> yes. for Prosperity yeah, or something. Yeah. Well, there was ALAC. That was the one that you Oh, would, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. American Legislative, whatever yeah. council, yeah. they would be doing that kind yeah, of stuff. So, yeah, so we didn't change the header. <laughs> it's like a student cheating on their homework or something. Like, they'd be the courtesy of trying harder. <laughs> But they said, uh, this says student legislatures across the country have proposed laws targeting the student vote. Uh, in New Hampshire, House Republicans introduced a bill that would have prohibited any college students who pay out-of-state tuition from voting and require the state's colleges to provide the Secretary of State with a list of eligible voters. Hmm. Lawmakers want the elections to be a reflection of those who reside in New Hampshire towns and who ultimately bear the consequences of the election results. The bill was later killed, but uh, yeah, because we need to start separating into separate states. <laughs> I think that was an idea that we you don't really live here. Yeah, well, I mean, how many times have you heard you know Wisconsin legislators from you know outside of the Madison and Milwaukee areas talk about how well all those votes just come from Dane and Milwaukee County, like mm. like they're not legitimate, like yeah. when, you know, like we should we're just. Well, just, people just call that live three fifths of a vote, or something. people that that dare to live closer to one another, are obviously <laughs> got something wrong with them, right? <laughs> I never understood that. It's like it's the same. It's a big number, you know. Like if we spread them out, would it make them less horrible? I mean, I don't get why. I think our gravitational pull yeah. kind of mess with our brains. Yeah, so, it must so be that. that that our our votes aren't quite as legitimate. Yeah, then, we're so. we're we're too socially aware of other people, <laughs> and that just is not going to fly. And well, Nina Walton actually seen like a black person. <laughs> yeah, or a, there's your first person problem. with like their head covered or something, <laughs> and didn't freak out. Hey, speaking of which, you'll be happy to know that the uh, the latest version of the College Board's AP African American Studies Framework is uh, is out there. The Advanced Placement Curriculum was released on Wednesday, and it leaves out some interesting ideas. Uh, it leaves out critical race theory and structural racism, uh, which uh, apparently aren't even entertained enough to say they're even false, if that were the case. Um it uh, it doesn't mention anything about that. Uh, again, not even to, to dismiss it. Uh, the curriculum does not mention concepts like systemic oppression or systemic marginalization. The idea that the system that we live in itself has been structured to cause things to be unpleasant for some. The framework also reinstates, uh, does reinstate the term intersectionality, however, uh, which of course is a study of how racism, sexism, and other forms of discrimination Overlap, so they did. They did manage to fight to get that stuck back in. Uh, the College Board this uh, this week did not respond to any questions about what, why some topics are excluded, uh, because of course it's not based on anything other than pressure from uh, from those who sure. are very unhappy and and the desire, of course, for the uh, the College Board to make a little money. So um, so yeah, they did. Uh, they didn't um, mention anything about LGBT. Uh, BTQ issues, except to mention that Bayard Rustin was gay. So that's that's. The, I guess that was in their intersectionality tip of the hat, you know. So. 
any rate, <laughs> yay. Okay, so there was one gay person <laughs> in U.S. history that did something. So, and then they had a footnote that said, "Not that there's anything wrong with, with that." that. Yes, yeah, exactly. So. Foxconn is going to invest more than uh, one and a half billion dollars in an Indian construction project, uh, according to uh, the, the Taiwanese company. $1.541 billion in, uh, investment um, in, through the, the India Mega Development. So good luck with that. <laughs> I'm sure they'll follow yeah, through on, I, yeah, on every yeah. promise yeah. that they make. Yeah, look out. <laughs> Send them a little, little nice little message of warning. We would like you to bulldoze a few, a few neighborhoods. Yeah. Because we're going to need all that area sure, for yeah. our non-existent <laughs> plant. <laughs> Just put the money in the in the box, and it will be all set. So, how many people do you think it takes to to hammer out a global climate agreement? Oh, thousands. Yeah, very good. It's uh, seventy thousand people that are uh, in Dubai at the COP twenty eight. They all took their individual jets. Very good. They yeah. indeed they did. This is this is actually up from the last uh, COP twenty COP whatever, which was COP twenty seven last year in Egypt. There were forty nine, uh, almost fifty thousand people at that, and uh, COP twenty six in Scotland they had uh, thirty eight thousand plus. <laughs> so every year they they just keep going like up Comic-Con. and up. Comic Con and and of course they all you know were riding planes to an oil country in the Arabian Peninsula to talk about climate change. <laughs> there's there's something a little dismaying about that, at least to well, me. Didn't the chair know. of that come out and say that there was no science behind yeah. climate change? Yeah, and then he, then he tried to walk it back, as they but, say. But I mean, he's, he was from an oil company or country, too. So. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that, I mean, there's a, <laughs> there are executives there that were using, basically, the uh, this as an opportunity to... It's a greenwash. Yeah, yeah to, to talk about their oil companies yeah. and things like that and how great they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're carbon neutral. <laughs> carbon intolerant. (laughs) (laughs) There's an update on a story that's been going on for years, and you know this is one of my favorites. Woolly mammoths are are, are one step closer to coming back. You love the woolly mammoths. You gave me a book on bringing back the woolly mammoths. Have you done it yet? That was nice. (laughs) (laughs) That was meant to be a (laughs) do-it-yourself. I didn't realize (laughs) you were... They shop really small. They're like five or six inches, the ones I (laughs) make. Yeah, they meow. I don't know. Uh, No, but there's this uh, this group called Colossal Biosciences in in Texas... Um, they're they're studying the ancient DNA, yep. and uh, they say, they say that there's a a 99.6% match between the woolly mammoth and the Asian elephant, and uh, so they're 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 actually looking at uh, having a, a their first woolly mammoth born in 2028. They hope. wow. So it's a 22 month. Are we looking forward to that, Mel? Yeah, we got we got to stay alive just for that. I know. It's, you know, it's, it's only keep them hanging on here. <laughs> <laughs> Got to have your motivator. That and seeing how the golden bachelor turns out. <laughs> but, but the but the trick is that with with elephants and uh, presumably woolly mammoths, there's a 22 month gestation period. 
Really? Yeah. Wow. So I'm like almost two, <laughs> pregnant for almost two years. Yeah, that can't That's be. It's like my good. aunt Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> she was pregnant for like 18 years. But <laughs> just when Uncle Ray would come back, and you know, Uncle Ray was kind of like an alley cat. He would. Oh no. He would disappear every once in a while, and then then come back and impregnate. Aunt Teresa, and then dis- well, your family sounds just like my family. <laughs> then he, then he <laughs> Sad, disappear for a while. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Clyde, that was my, that was my good old Uncle Clyde. He was the one that had gotten his nose busted in the Navy, yeah, and it flopped around in his face like one of those baboons, you know, <laughs> those big pendulous snouts. <laughs> good old Uncle Clyde. Yeah. Well, Aunt Teresa, of course, was a was a. a Staunch Catholic, so yeah. And, well, and, uh, if you're going to be a Catholic, you might as well be a staunch. Yeah, one. so that's why she had like ten kids. But, yeah, uh, everyone a gem. Yeah, <laughs> they were. <too. laughs> I hated going there. After the fifth one, she just numbered them. <laughs> <laughs> Seven, get over here. <laughs> Birthday, where are you? <laughs> oh. Birthday. <laughs> hey, another little uh, story out of the uh, COP28. Which, by the way, COP28 is running from. Uh, in case you'd like to find out more about it, it's running from November 30th till uh, December 12th. So the end of the conference is coming up soon. But uh, uh, John Kerry, uh, former senator, former secretary of state, uh, he's uh, President Biden's special envoy All on right. the topic of climate change. And he said this week at the COP28 that, uh, he su- that the United States supports a phase out of fossil fuels. Uh, Mr. Kerry said that Largely ending the burning of coal, gas, and oil was required to limit average global warming to 1.5 degrees centigrade above pre-industrial levels, which is what most scientists say is necessary to prevent the most catastrophic effects of climate change. And just We're all keeping track, just to let you know, the planet has already warmed to 1.2 degrees. So uh, good luck on that uh, fossil fuel thing, by the way, uh, Mr. Kerry, because, of course... Uh, who knows what will be happening in the next year in terms of policy on this issue. So, This out of Madison. Uh, Parents in distress will now be able to surrender newborns completely anonymously under a law signed by Governor Tony Evers, mm-hmm. expanding the state's safe haven program. The law allows municipalities to install newborn infant safety devices or so-called baby boxes at hospitals, fire stations, and name. law enforcement agencies. more dehumanizing. <laughs> <laughs> the boxes allow parents to relinquish the newborns less than 72 years old with no face-to-face interaction. So yeah, he signed like something a, like 40 bills. A, yeah, they, 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 it's a, it's a box like you'd have like a make a deposit at the, at the, the drive-thru at the <laughs> bank. <laughs> They initially had the pneumatic tubes in there, yeah, but yeah, they, yeah. They, they, that didn't work out very well. So they, they yeah. switched back to just dropping That's them excellent. off. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, he, uh, he uh, this, I guess this was, uh, this is, I don't want to, no, I don't want to talk about it. What prompted this was something rather unpleasant. Okay. So, um, but he signed a bunch of other bills. Uh, let's see, uh, SB 166. 67 and 68, which were bills that seek to tighten sexual assault reporting and enforcement in the National Guard. Uh, AB 335, which requires a court to order the dissolution of candidates' campaigns if they're convicted of some election crimes. Hmm, interesting concept. Uh, Senate Bill 283, requiring a municipality to retain video recordings of election night proceedings for 22 months. 
That's long enough to, to grow a mammoth. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they use. That, that's the standard of, of time now, for the uh, gestation of an elephant. AB 36 requires the state crime labs to process sexual assault kits within six months. Oh, good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, let's see. Uh, AB 166, that expands the definition of what comprises sexual assault against a youth. Also important. So, lots of good stuff there. Good. One more thing about the election and our darling uh, dictator-to-be. The Colorado Supreme Court uh, heard arguments uh, this week, on Wednesday, in fact, on the question of whether Donald J. Trump is barred from holding office again under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. And uh, our audience is very savvy, but I will go ahead and say what that is all about. This Section 3 disqualifies people who have engaged in insurrection against the Constitution of the United States after having taken an oath to support it. But of course, again, when he took that oath, it was like all the other mouth noises that he makes. <laughs> it has no relationship. I never to did that. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's some other speech act. I was pretending, whatever. Several of the, there's seven justices on the Colorado Supreme Court, and several of them were very skeptical of the arguments being made by a, a lawyer for the former president. Uh, basically, the idea was, well, the, Section 3 does not apply to the presidency. And they're like, wait, how is that not absurd, said one of the justices. <laughs> it applies to everybody except for the highest <laughs> officer, the one who's elected, who swears an oath in front of everybody? No, that doesn't seem right. Well, did, did did you see the 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 rationale behind the the Trump lawyers on that? No, I didn't. That, I didn't. Okay, it's it's a matter of wording, and again, this, these are lawyers, so they're gonna try what they can what they what they can to see yeah. see what what sticks. But um, the wording of the of the the insurrection yeah. um, clause clause yeah, yeah, yeah. it says something to the effect. This is from memory, so it's probably not perfect, but uh, says something to the effect that uh, anyone who's taken an oath to uphold the constitution mm. and then but but the wording in the presidential oath is slightly different it doesn't use the word you know uphold <laughs> <laughs> it says i will you know oh my support Lord. the constitution or oh protect the constitution or something like that so they're arguing that it it shouldn't include the president and the vice president because their oaths are don't specifically say that they yeah, don't use that same word we all know what they meant when they said that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the way they try to like take something out of context. I mean, oh sure, the the, the sophistry behind that is stunning. The I mean, Democrats were the pro-slavery party. Yeah, I, I, I've heard that. Yeah, but well, they were. I mean, well, yeah, that, well, yeah, that, yeah, I know. But that was a long time ago. The Republicans <laughs> used to be the the anti-slavery party, but apparently they changed their views too. <laughs> So, so much so, so that so, you so can't think, even talk about it in AP class. <laughs> I don't know if it was the judge or, or just some commentators talking about this, but but uh, but there there was this uh, example brought up saying, okay, so the postmaster general takes yeah. this oath that aligns perfectly with the insurrection clause, yeah. and so the you can't have anybody like that be the postmaster general. Yeah, but they could be the president of the United <laughs> States. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if it applies to the people that are emanations of his power, it must apply to him, you would think. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. This idea that the founding fathers were some sort of godlike creatures from, you know, swooped down from Mount Olympus and gave us this perfect document, is, it's, 
Well, this all started with Antonin Scalia. I mean, this concept of interpreting just a dead text. Like, what does it mean to me as I read the words on the page right now? When what you any speech act that anybody performs, the only way you can tell what it actually means is you have some concept of the intent behind it. I mean, it used to be that people would say, well, what were they talking about when they created the Second Amendment? And that was relevant. And that mm-hmm. actually made some sense because then you understood what this thing meant because people are talking about it. But his decision, I mean, the, that was the ruling decision that's made the Second Amendment what it is today, was like, well, it just said whatever it says on the page and the way I it, I, it strikes me, that's what it is. I mean, this is like you talk about, you know, postmodern textual criticism. This is that taken to the nth degree. I mean, yeah. the words don't mean anything. You just twist them any way you want. Might as well have seances and, you know, say, find out what, you know, Thomas James Jefferson Madison, was thinking yeah, of, yeah, you know. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we know what James Madison thought about it, and he was the author of those amendments because he was defending them on the floor of the House of Representatives in the 1789 and 1790. So what do you want? It's all right there. Mm-hmm. But That's not what they want. That's not what they want. It didn't work. So they just said, we'll change the whole way we decide how to interpret these things. I'll decide what I want and work backwards. Yep, exactly. So. Hey, you listen to The Mel and Floyd Show here on WORT 89.9 on the FM. You might be listening on the internet at wrtfm.org, or you could be listening in the future because we uh, put this show and all of our shows up on the archives page. And uh, thanks to our pal Mindless Minion D-Cubed, you can get this uh, show through uh, a podcast. Uh, yep, and we have a, a Trump, and this is the Trump and a Troll, Trump Troll in a Box show. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's in a box. It's actually, he's, it has not been removed. He's been des- described as the, the troll in chief, too. <laughs> yeah, so, there I mean, it is. So that's perfect. But, uh, Hair to the chief. I don't find much about Trump funny, to be honest. I, I, I find the troll thing funny. And I and like the baby Trump balloons. Yeah. Those are funny. I saw a Trump. But, but I, I, okay. I, otherwise, I just find him horrifying. Yeah. I mean, so. Well, the, the ultimate for that was a, we went to a uh, restaurant in Paris where they had a giant Trump pig out front. <laughs> and it was like 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 Pepto-Bismol pink. Now, that's and funny. It, yeah, <laughs> that was, this might be t- describing it to you is funny. <laughs> and, it, you know, it had a piggy face, but close enough to Trump you could tell. And, of course, it had the inevitable hair, you know. <laughs> And so it's just like, no, that's too horrifying. I just really can't. That's beyond the pale. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a brief break and then uh, play some announcements and come back with... Oh, the it? retail crime wave yet again. Oh, okay. The figment of the right-wing imagination. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about wilding? Are they wilding? Again? Oh, they're now wilding. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, And uh, could you, if you had to, land a, a, a big airplane, like a giant jet Jet airliner. I could. Yeah, of course you could. <laughs> Come on. Get and we're back. A few things in the Mellon Floyd mailbag. Uh, we haven't really dug into that for a while, so... Um, that's a Mel and Floyd mail, Mel and Floyd mailbag at gmail.com if you want to share something with us. But uh, uh, Paul sent us a ton of stories, and I haven't had a chance to dig through these yet, but, uh, but uh, they have um, some uh, subject lines on these like uh, Disney Streaker, Cruise Ship Has No Lines, uh, Stolen Squad Car Had Suspect Inside, Tourists... Tourist selfie deaths. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, we experienced one of those when we were in Hawaii. Did Somebody, you? Yeah. 
He wanted to take a picture right next to a volcanic vent, and he fell in and died, the oh, poor really? guy. Oh, yeah. We were we had been there the day before, and they have guardrails up and everything. We were on um, Oahu, and uh, and so yeah, they were they were saying, oh, you know, the big signs, don't don't climb over this and stay away don't and climb in the volcano. Yeah, don't climb in the volcano. Mm-hmm. And then we heard the next day some some very sad person, Aww. you know, thought, oh, I, you know, look really great as if I was closer to it. You yeah, know. oh, fell right in, yeah. Got a, a cartoon Bill sent us. It says, uh, "Never buy dice from a wombat," and it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a wombat. You're kind of wondering where they got them exactly, from. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so you got it quicker than I did. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a little cartoon with a stand set up with a wombat in it, yeah. selling a bunch of dice. And yeah. Like, so for listeners who may not know, and I assume <laughs> that many do, that when a when a wombat uh, evacuates, if we can put that in a nice, delicate way, uh, what it evacuates is in cube form. <laughs> so uh, one of the reasons why we love the wombat. And an email from uh, Mindless Minion number 13, who seems to be in the in the know on these things. Uh, last week you mentioned that uh, um, Judge Janet might... Uh, recuse herself from the law act 10 lawsuit and mm-hmm. uh, he says her actual quote and he sent a, a story from the journal sentinel but he, oh, good. he said you, you might have overstated that a little bit so there's there's some okay it's, there's not not uh, nothing final there yet yep. as far as her recusing herself huh. we also had another on the same subject um Barbara says that uh, <laughs> maybe she, maybe I should have said she was going to rescue herself. Oh, that could be. It's <laughs> uh, got the S in the wrong place. Barbara was a little up, little little um, upset about that when you mentioned that, saying that uh, that seems like it's it's it'd be difficult to get uh, any any kind of um, fairness with uh, with her out of there and and. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she said, I get most of my news from Melon Floyd, so I hope a correction can be issued. <laughs> <laughs> let's 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 go back to the first part of that sentence. There. <laughs> yeah. There's your there's your problem right there. <laughs> please don't. <laughs> yeah, please don't, exactly. Don't put that stress on us. This is just this is mostly uh, this is well, mostly just because it's cheaper than it's, therapy. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's, the, it's it's public therapy. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. We're we're um, here to make you feel less bad not yeah, more bad so yeah. not badder so drop us a line at uh, melon floyd mailbag at gmail.com i'm not very good at responding quickly but uh, but i usually usually respond within a year or two but, yeah uh, so, yes. but, at a wombat like pace <laughs> exactly so uh this out of hammond uh indiana uh, pa- I've been there. Pastor John Wilkerson of the First Baptist Church. Baptist. And uh, he apologized to church members uh, because there was criticism for allowing a man from a local creationist group to address the church and school while sporting. No, they didn't have problems with his, his beliefs, his no. creationism. No, that's fine. His hair was too long. His hair was too they, long they, is too they, long. He said, they said uh, the the. Members of the church said uh, they didn't think that people with long hair should be preaching the Bible. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) The thing I love about stories like that is you know they said that with absolutely zero sense of irony. (laughs) 
Because Jesus was known for his yeah, crunk, yeah, crunk yeah. Oh man, yeah, he's, <laughs> he, he was, was like he was working for the Packers oh, back you, in the you 1950s. Could, you could set your watch to that yeah, haircut. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. and they also didn't like that he was quoting scripture from the NIV translation of the Bible. Uh, you're probably can tell me what that is, but mm. the, NIV, NIV, New International Version. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's not the the real version. Yeah. Well, there's so many out there, and some of them, the uh, the one that the like the Jehovah's Witnesses do, they talk about uh, over translating. There's like most scholars think it's crap that they just threw things in there that, in a contemporary idiom because they, you know, they they're coming into it with a with sure. an agenda, and sure. So on, everybody does. I yeah. Suppose. Yeah. Thou shalt not Facebook. I think, that was, <laughs> I think they made that one up. <laughs> hey, is there a uh, is there a crime shoplifting crime wave in the United States? Of course there is. You would I'm, think I'm so. I'm terrified of it. If you'd think so, if you listen to Target and some other uh, other folks, and of course various quote unquote news outlets and social media and so on. But would you like to hear some data? There's no. some data on this. No. Um, there are, of course, there are exceptions. Uh, you know, New York City, their their shoplifting has spiked there, but. Uh, basically, uh, outside of New York, shoplifting shoplifting incidents in major cities, including uh, Chicago, Milwaukee, and other places, have dropped by seven percent since 2019, which really? was before the COVID pandemic. Uh, why? Why do you think, Mel? Put on your thinking cap. Why do you think this issue has received so much attention? I, I have mm, no idea. Can't imagine. Uh, so the, the you can look at various sources of crime data from uh, various agencies and entities, private groups, uh, and they tell a pretty much a consistent story. Hmm. Retail theft has not spiked nationwide in the past several years. If anything, it appears less common in most of the country than before the pandemic. Uh, the most up-to-date source is, uh, is the shoplifting report published last month. And I know you get this uh, in the mail, regularly mail, uh, from the Council on Criminal Justice. Mm -hmm. They use police data through the first half of 2023, and uh, other sources uh, go only through 2022, so this is the most up-to-date stuff. And the council tracks 24 major U.S. cities, that's a lot of cities, and overall shoplifting incidents were 16% higher in the first half of 2023 when the first half of 2019, uh, than the first half of 2019. But when you take New York City out of it, reported shoplifting incidents fell during the same period of time. So out of 24 cities, 17 reported not just that it was maintaining steady, but it's actually decreasing. Hmm. And um, other data also indicates that shoplifting is not up in most cities since 2019. Retailers' preferred measure called shrink sure. tracks uh, lost inventory, uh, including from theft. And annual average annual sh shrink made up 1.5% of retail sales in 2022, which was slightly up, but uh, but down compared to 2019. So basically, during the pandemic, things got a little dicey, and uh, now they're People recovering. People were kind of nuts for a while. It's like People were going nuts. To whatever needed, you do, They wanted toilet paper. and People wanted toilet paper, were driving 90 miles an hour down... Uh, Route 30, I was experiencing that. Uh, so, I mean, people were doing all kinds of crazy crap. Um, so, great, um, but apparently we're not able to readjust, especially when the media is yelling at us that those people are being encouraged by 
the Bidens or whatever to sure. do things. And so, of course, they're keeping it alive as much as possible, despite the fact that there's an absence of data, yeah. with the notable exception of New York. Well, it fits It fits in with the whole narrative that uh, the big cities, Democrat cities, yeah. are, are you know, yep. on fire and, and, yep. out and of control. bullets flying everywhere. Yep. Yep. And nobody nobody lives there anymore because it's too crowded. Yeah, the or, bullets are flying in the countryside, by the way, <laughs> if you actually do the, the study on that, too. I mean, you know. I was going to send you a map on that the other day. I, I, I subscribed to this uh, this map. It's called Map Porn. And, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, I said, well, I, you and I are just alike. It's like I, what we consider porn. It's like, know. You know, like map porn. Yeah, <laughs> man, I'm so excited. Well, I've, I've, I send you those every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, you, you do. Yeah, something yeah, interesting. Great. Yeah. My favorite one recently was they showed the the credit scores around the country by, <laughs> by state. Credit porn. <laughs> well, it's by state, yeah. and and you know, and the. It was like the lower ones were kind of like this sickly light kind of pea color. And yeah, then, yeah. The, then if you're a little better, you were a little more orange. Yeah. And if you were really good, you were green. Yeah, and yeah. there was only one green state. Yeah. That was Minnesota. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> we're all sensible Lutherans <laughs> yeah, up yeah, here. Right. We never take out more credit than we need. <laughs> oh, man. We, we pay for everything with nickels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In a sock. We've been saving in a sock. <laughs> but they had one the other day about uh, gun violence death per 100,000 people or sure. something. And it was the same thing where it was like the the redder, the more violent it was and the more green, yeah. the nicer it was. And, and it was your basic. I mean, we've seen this a hundred times. It was the, the Confederacy was, yeah. was all red and, uh, and uh, places like uh, Wisconsin and uh, Minnesota were, were, you know, more green. And, yeah. Better stop saying that or I have to shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> they had another one, too, with the the, the safest drivers or something like that. And, mm-hmm. of course, the one green state again was Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving. <laughs> oh, it was death per, um, like, yeah. million miles driven or something. And, and uh a lot of the states where it was like 1.8 and, you know, almost two for some of the, the worst states. Minnesota yeah. was 0.6, you know, like, <laughs> a, like a third of the highest ones. <laughs> Wisconsin, was a, one, Wisconsin was a little higher, but I think that's because, you know, everybody's intoxicated in, while they're driving. It's because here, in but. Minnesota, they tell you not to get ahead of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, just settle down. Just settle there, down. Stay yeah. in your lane and, <laughs> yeah, and right. don't take out any loans. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do. <laughs> Uh, okay, so there was a, a survey in January. It it uh, it uh, asked people about a situation. Okay, if they were on a on a plane, like a big jet plane, not not like a little Cessna or anything, but you're a passenger on a on a commercial airliner, and uh, and and it's the old old scenario where the pilot and the co-pilot are incapacitated. They had the fish or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the main. I've seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they asked people, do you think without any training, yeah. you, you could land this big ass plane? <laughs> 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 so let me guess what they said. <laughs> Among the men. Yeah. <laughs> 50% yeah, said, yeah, right. I could do that. Man, no way. <laughs> uh, overall, it was about a third. So out of the women were, I, I can't do the math in my head real quick, but uh, it was probably 25% or something. But but I love that half of the men <laughs> say, oh, yeah, I could do that. Jeez, Louise. 
Where's where's the cup holder up here? This, this is this is why you don't want an investment broker who's a man. <laughs> risk? What risk? I know better than anybody. Yeah. Yep. Hey, speaking of flying in a plane, you know, squeezing into an economy seat, which many people will be doing when they go and visit family during the Christmas season. Uh, you know, it could be a really awful experience. And I'm a person that's very sensitive to this. I, you know, I really do get very claustrophobic on planes. Um, uh, but there are ways that, uh, advice that have been given by, by travel experts on how to deal with the fact that, uh, they're basically treating you like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> um, one thing to do, and this is very important. And I, I, especially in a long trip, make sure you've got, uh, your own personal water bottle, uh, a little lightweight squeeze bottle is perfect for air travel, but when it's empty, it can fit into your overpacked carry-on uh, more easily than a hard-sided jumbo-sized water bottle. So bring a little little squeezable one of your own and uh, and stay hydrated because it's very dry on an airplane. Sure. And, and sure. you can all sorts of things can happen, like you can get constipated, for example, after a flight. Um, but if you open the carry-on, then everything's going to like explode out <laughs> into the cabin. <laughs> Uh, you can, uh, bring some, uh, some earbuds, although be careful because, you know, Mr. Smarty Pants hurt his hearing with earbuds, so don't turn things up too loud. Um, but, uh, bring your own because it's, there's no guarantee, there's no guarantee of anything anymore on an airline, uh, but, uh, they might not have any. Bring your own little reading light. You know, the overhead lights aren't always strong enough and sometimes they annoy the people that are next to you, so... If you want to read a book, and that's a and, bonus, and we encourage you to do so, uh, you're better off uh, just bringing a little reading light of your own. Okay. And finally, and the, this might be appropriate for not finally, pardon me. Um, yeah, we'll say this finally. Uh, wear compression socks because uh, uh, when you're sitting still, uh, it reduces uh, swelling when you're flying. And uh, people, the, all the blood pools in your feet because yeah. you're, you're stationary for yeah. a long time. And sometimes you can't get up and walk around because you're in the middle or sure. whatever. And, sure. you know, this doesn't work out. Yeah. I just like to put my ankles behind my, my shoulders. <laughs> and that, that seems to, that, that solves a lot of problems. It gives yeah. me a lot of space. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no one talks to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that's true. <laughs> and I don't get the swelling in the all ankles. All right. So. Yeah. No swelling. And, uh, so. At least not in your feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> so, hey, Wisconsin will start planning how to connect Madison to Chicago, Milwaukee, and the Twin Cities via passenger rail with a half a million dollar in development grants from the Federal Railroad Administration. Did we go through this once already? <laughs> <laughs> like 12 years ago or something? I seem to Yeah, but that was dirty money. That oh. Was, that was, uh, I don't it know. It was Obama money? That was, yeah. That was oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, the Wisconsin Department of Transportation will receive a total of $2.5 million statewide for planning new Amtrak routes. Um, it's funded by the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law. So, it's infrastructure. Mm. So, Can't be for that. Yeah. So, it'll help the, help with Madison moving forward. And uh, this, is in, this is pretty insane. Planning its own Amtrak station. <laughs> Instead of having it, whoa! In, I'm feeling woozy in Columbus. <laughs> yeah. What was that all about? What? I don't know. We've got this major, yeah, population center. Sure, let's put one yeah. forty miles away from it. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> somebody greased greased a few palms. I think back back when they were. Companion and I went there one time to watch the train come in. We we didn't take it from there, but we just. 
sort of stood there on did the you wave at the yeah time? we did actually we, people Wait, waved at us too yeah yeah, yeah. Just got with, hi. Woodrow Wilson on the plane <laughs> yeah. on the train by Cracky <laughs> <laughs> no this would be this would uh, they they would uh, investigate Milwaukee to Madison to Eau Claire Eau Claire to the Twin Cities Milwaukee to Green Bay uh, Chicago via La Crosse to St Paul so all good things there that'd be cool the Jaguars here. He is. Yeah, this is a couple weeks old, but uh, but uh, your your indigenous show, indigenous indigenous music show, yeah, was yeah. Re- was really good. That yeah. was fun. Why? So, thank you. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's still on the archives or. Um, it will be for another two and a half, or no, <laughs> two, yeah, two and a half, two. Two, Two hours, hours and 35 minutes, oh, okay. I think. <laughs> so until until 4.30. Yeah, so. basically. Yeah. yeah, no, that was a, that was a wonderful show. Well, thank fun. you, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to make that a tradition. Yeah, you should. Yeah. That was great. It was so. great. The day after Thanksgiving, and let's pay respects to indigenous and yeah. native cultures. No, that was yeah. really neat. Yeah, so. yeah Very thanks. Good. Oh. Oh. Stay yes. tuned. There's going to be some... Um, Wild Hanukkah music <laughs> coming up in the first. Play the Rasputin song again. Yeah, <laughs> Hanukkah, that, oh Hanukkah. Is that, is that Hanukkah? I don't know. Not really. But but I will. I will eventually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Haley's Comet has turned around. It's been uh, been about forty years since Haley's Comet, or. Is it is Haley's or Halley's? It's actually Halley. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. But everybody, but we, everybody calls it Haley's, but so, it's Halley. But, yeah. uh, but it's been nearly 40 years since it flew past Earth, and uh, now it's it's turned around. It put it slammed on the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> Went through a roundabout. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I hate those. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's heading back toward Earth now. So it uh, should be showing up any day now. Well, 2061, apparently. But uh, that's pretty close. Law enforcement agencies in Spain and Italy have arrested 11 people who ran a food fraud operation that produced 260,000 liters, which is about 68,000 gallons of olive oil that oh, was yeah. sold oh, yeah. as high quality, but is actually, according to officials, uh, actually unfit for consumption. So officers from the Spanish Civil Guard... Uh, and the Italian police were uh, raided several locations uh, last month in both countries, including sites in Sicily and Tuscany, and uncovered barrels of oil that contained Lampante oil, which is the lowest grade of olive oil, mm. and is considered to be of terrible quality oh. because it's very acidic and it smells really bad. Oh, so uh, they oh, also now s- available at Family Dollar. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Their loss is our gain. <laughs> yeah, <it's all laughs> exactly. Oil spelled with a Y. Yeah. <laughs> a y Olive now. oil, yeah. And it's like uh, Popeye's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah that's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> he had a whole oil family. That uh, there was a uh, what was it? motor oil and hair oil and a whole bunch of other Did characters. They? Yeah, there was a yeah. I mean, originally the story. It, this is so funny. Originally, I I know everybody wants to hear about this. I do. But originally, Popeye the comic was about the oil family. Really? Yeah, and and then Popeye was just Olive's girlfriend, and then suddenly boyfriend or a boyfriend, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that, there's a revelation in there. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to share with you. I'm people. sure he wore a dress a few yeah, times. Olive <laughs> was the girlfriend, right? Any rate, I get those things confused. Yeah. Uh, so, 
uh, you know, Pope was her boyfriend. And then what ended up happening was he was such a character in and of himself sure. that he was like the Fonzie of the, <laughs> uh, the olive oil strip. He kind of took over and it became about him. Oh, okay. I yeah. didn't, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, yeah. So. Yes, indeed. Obese people in white collar jobs earn significantly less than their slimmer counterparts. Oh, dear. Um, an analysis of U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics found that men with a college degree and a BMI over 30 earned 5% less than their peers oh, at, at a lower weight. 5%? 5%. This is for like. That's significant. Yeah. So. Obese workers in healthcare can expect to earn 11% less than the slimmer colleagues. And uh, obese employees in management roles earn 9% less. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Any uh, any theories about how this works? I don't know. Just prejudice. Don't the, <laughs> yeah. Just don't have the look. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. you know, when you, when you picture a CEO, you have yeah. a certain template. A lot of people have a certain template. And, uh, yeah, Satan in a suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here. Time to declare the weekend. Enjoy the weekend. It's ridiculously warm out there. It's like yeah. 55 degrees yeah, or something. Yeah, it's very yeah. unsettling. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew you wouldn't like it. <laughs> yeah, no, I hate it. <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here. The kiosk is next. After that, who cooks for you with the Real Jaguar, Amy Goodman, Democracy Now!, Labor Radio, Blues Friday on my mind, all kinds of great things uh, to listen to on your favorite radio station. And thanks again to everybody who pledged you last bet. last uh, last week, last Friday and Saturday for our little birthday bash. We're 48 years old. So, and uh, if you want to come to the party, the birthday bash is uh do do where is it? I can't find it. At the Burr Oak, Sunday. Uh, December 10th at 7 o'clock. Sunday, Sunday. That'll be fun. So, All right, we got to get out of here. Um, you are listening to WRT 89.9 FM, Madison. Pants, great seeing you. Have a good week, everybody. You too, bud. Bye-bye. Goodbye, friends. I'll miss you. Good riddance to them. Now Zoidberg is the popular one. Yes, yes. Let's all talk to Zoidberg.